Hey, welcome in everybody. This is Ashan Wheelhouse with Locked on Astros. This is a World Series Championship edition of Locked on Astros <laughs> with World Series champion Ryan Stanek. He is back to talk to us about life after the title, what's been going on, and maybe looking into 2023. So let's get started and talk with this champion right now. Hello and welcome to Locked on Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Heisman and Brett H-Town Wheelhouse Chansey. We are Locked on Houston Astros and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked on Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Talk Strohs. Find the show at Locked on Astros, your team every day. Brett, where can I find you at? They can find me at H-Town Wheelhouse on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. They can find me at Strohs411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive, always Strohs. Alrighty, uh, we got a special guest today, Ryan Stanek, all the way from winning the World <laughs> Series. Um, I believe you're back in Tampa is what I understand. And I'm sure you've had a fun offseason, a lot of celebration, but it's probably good to just relax a little bit and get ready for 2023. So, where can they find you on Twitter? Twitter, Instagram, both uh, at rstanek underscore 55. Yeah, I'm both. All right. So, um, yeah. So, it, guys, thank you for making Locked On Astros podcast your first listen every day, whether it's on YouTube. Make sure you go ahead and subscribe to us and go and give us a big fat like and go ahead and listen to the audio version on Apple, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you listen to your podcast. Go and check us out. So, I know that uh, this was an awesome season. You finished with a 115. ERA. I know it's not about individual accomplishments, but what you did as a reliever had to be pretty impressive. What was your biggest highlight or your biggest memory from the 2022 season outside of winning the World Series? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's I think one. Um, but I don't know, like the whole the, the, the pretty wild. Like obviously, like started off kind of just you know what a month, and then we just played super consistent baseball from then. Favorite moment, dude? I don't know, man. It, like the no hitter in New York was cool. The series was really tight. Yeah, I don't know. It's like the top two. Okay. Um. So I wanna I wanna talk to you on a on a uh, personal note because recently you just got married to your lovely bride Jess. You just celebrated it. It was all over social media. Um, we saw it. Some of your friends were posting stuff and um, it looked like you had some of your closest friends. What's life like now being a married man? It's been fun. And like the, the, the funny thing is we actually got married like officially legally because we had gotten engaged in a whole COVID shenanigans going on um, that we were trying to like, but we knew we were going to have like, uh, like the actual celebration. So we, we had plan, been playing last year um, to actually happen this year. So we finally, it was awesome. Um, it was a beautiful day. She she crushed it. No, it was great. It was great to have everybody with us. And, and, and to celebrate like that was pretty awesome. I mean, I know winning the World Series was pretty awesome as well. Um, being part of the no-hitters was, no-hitter was awesome during the playoff game. Um, what, what was it like, uh, just like being in the playoffs just through throughout the whole situation just like um not really talking about bullpen usage but just being there the whole pressure uh especially i think the seattle and the yankee series that was more of a 
I guess it was pretty much determined. I mean, I know they're hard fought, but the they didn't really make it a series. But the Phillies, that, that they made it a little bit more of a series. But what what is it like being in a bullpen, not knowing what situation you're going to come in in the big moments? I mean, I think that just kind of comes with the nature of the beast. You're you're in the bullpen, you're on, or who's who is going to be. You kind of have the the idea of like where, but like also if somebody's been worked pretty hard or whatever, like those those in, in roles may kind of change. So I think in the bullpen in, in in and of itself is is just kind of a anxious part. But we had so much consistency with guys that had been around. There's so much continuity that that made it a lot easier to like situate yourself and be prepared for for your spots be, based on the situation of the game like exactly what was going on so it made it a little bit you know it seemed like there was obviously a lot of confidence when I talked to you when you were in New York again when you were going to the playoffs and then literally finishing the job as many said after you guys won the World Series at the point when you win the World Series and you go into the offseason there are your guys that say you know we're putting that behind us and we're already focusing on next season but how important is it for you as a pitcher or a player to maybe step away, reset your mind, get just focused on normal life so that you have the energy to go into the reporting for pitchers and catchers, which is right around the corner? How, what do you do to get yourself leveled out? And of course, I know you've had some some extracurricular you know, <laughs> events that have been less than normal. That doesn't happen every offseason for you, right? But what do you do? What does Ryan Stanick do to clear his mind? Oh, man. Honestly, just a lot of the times, like, I mean, obviously this year, the, the break that I usually get be kind of a potato and, like, be kind of a burden. It, it didn't really happen because the wedding, we had the parade, then the wedding, then, then the honeymoon. So it was like that was basically, like, usually take to kind of, like, put my body back together slowly and kind of, like, waste some, like, downtime. But with all that going on, you didn't really get to do that as much. Or, so at this point, it's just trying to take the, the, the recovery day, like, the slower days and just kind of like relax and chill and play some video games and just kind of soak in some some for now and then until uh, the madhouse starts starts up again yeah definitely okay so um i i know this is not really on here but um ryan montero is coming back uh, to the bullpen uh you're keeping pretty much most of the bullpen pieces back i know you mentioned that having this the core together what does it mean to have a guy like montero back after he stepped up um, along with you and a couple other guys last year I mean, obviously, anytime you get to bring bring a guy that's, that that had such a good year back, you want to, and the, the success he had, and what he had shown in in the situation. I mean, he was our setup guy, and he closed for a while when when Pressy was like, he was just so steady for us all year. It's hard it's hard not to be excited to have a guy like that back for one because of the performance, and two, he's just a good dude. So it's always good to have around you. Yeah, that is good, and that's the consistency that I like that you guys have, the confidence that you have in each other, and you and I even spoke with that while y'all were um, in between series with the Mets and the Yankees in New York, just the camaraderie you guys have, and we're going to talk a little bit more about, you know, looking into the 2023 season, and I know that a lot of people are already betting on the Houston Astros going back and repeating for another World Series title. And if you are into betting, if you want to bet to see, will the Texans get the number one overall pick and who will they go with? Or will the Rockets win 20 games this year? You can go to betonline.net to get all your sports wagering needs. That's right. You can get your amateur sports, your 
your um, your professional sports, whether it's MMA, boxing, golf, hockey, you name the sport World Cup, they have it there for you. So check out our friends at betonline.net. They have podcast information and the latest lines on everything from props to regular bets and so much more. Check it out. Go to betonline.net. Use your mobile device or go to your computer today and just know that bet online, it's where the game starts. All right. So um, I know that uh, we had the uh, regular, the postseason, and uh, it was it was a great postseason. Everything happened great. So I wanted to ask you a little bit now that you had some time to rest. When do you kind of get back into baseball mode again? I know you needed some time to kind of relax, but when you start getting back into, okay, I need to start getting ready for spring training. Um, it's already started too. Basically, since like since I got back from our honeymoon, I next day off and then was in the gym the day after that, just kind of right back in the normal off season prep. You just kind of get back normal as fast as possible because you know you don't have that much. Obviously, you play an extra like a full extra month and you don't get done until November fifth. That you're like, well, spring training is still mid February, so like you got to be ready for that. So this gets really condensed really fast. So you got to basically recover quick and and get back ready to go for camp. This offseason, going into 2023, the talk is, will the Astros be back in the World Series? And we know every major league team, every major league you're on, no matter who it is, whether it's the Pirates, the Marlins, the Orioles, or the Astros, everybody will say, our goal is to get to the World Series, right? How do you, going into this season, apply the pressure that's put on y'all because you still pretty much have your same team. You've improved with Jose Abreu. You did lose Justin Verlander, but you still have a very solid starting core. You still have everyone in the bullpen. How do you measure the pressure of going into 23 and the expectations and staying within yourselves as players and just going out every day and playing baseball like it's, like it's another game? I mean, I think the best way to do that another game. I mean, that's kind of what what this team has been built on. It's like, yeah, the goal is to win a ring and do all that, but you don't you don't win game one. You you go out there and you play every day. You play good baseball day just because that's the that's the job. That's the game. That's like that's the process you need to be. Like our guys have been in, in these situations before. Like and then you come in with a short off season. You prepare to win again, and you just keep doing that. And there's a reason why that the success that's happened has been sustained is because so many that are like eating the ship treat every day like it's a task to be you get into every day and you try to win the day and then you you end up here and most of the time you string a bunch together like think good things happen so like where the mentality is with the team like everybody's happy one obviously but like now is to try to win again so so there are a, a couple questions here eric i wanted to hit up on um one of them i don't know if you'd be willing to answer it someone said if you played with andrew benatendi would you be willing to recruit him <laughs> Someone asked, and then someone also asked, "Have you seen the World Series ring, and what does it look like?" Um, did you did you play on all seriousness? Did you play with Ben Attendee? Were y'all at Arkansas at the same time? Uh, no, we missed each other. But I drafted and went in a pro ball was his freshman year. But, okay. but like we know each other, and we and I've known him for a long time. Obviously, since college, like we didn't play together, but we still. Um, so it's like it's it's like we for a while had the same agent. Like it was just like, like in contact. And I mean, I've even texted him this offseason, seeing how it's going because I bit can be a lot. So I was just like, hey man, how you doing? Like how's it going before before much had like really happened. So it was just kind of like and uh, but yeah, I mean it's it's definitely. 
it's definitely something something that I would bring up if uh, if you wanted to come. I'd, I'd speak speak very. It's been uh, great for me, and it's been been a, a blast to be here. Awesome. Oh, in the ring, and yeah, I have not, I have not seen the ring. No idea what it'll look like. I think that they want it to be a little bit more of a surprise for them, so they probably don't see them until they actually come out. So I wanted to ask you. I know this next season there's going to be a few rule changes, uh, namely the um, the shift is going away. Do you see yourself changing how you pitch because the shift is going away, or do you think that's not really going to affect your pitching style? I think I think for one, I think the shift being gone a very minor thing because every team that is going to look to see exactly where the limit to where they can shift is move them as far as possible and still shift but like within the new ring more or less that they that they did before so i think that i think it's being and also i'm typically a fly ball guy anyway so if it can't really be shifted that much so so yeah it's kind of whatever so i think i think another (laughs) question too is this new pickoff rule where you have two pickoff attempts and then on the third one if you don't get it the guy gets second or wherever he is um you know there's people talking about well gosh once you once you get your two attempts basically the runner could get like halfway off first base and halfway to second like what are what are the discussions y'all are having as a pitching staff because that to me seems like a little bit more <clears throat> challenging rule cuz you got larger bases the pickoff rule is that just something you're like, you I know mean, what, I'll just deal with it when it comes? I mean, it's not something we've even talked about. Honestly, it's where it got brought up. I think it's a bit ridiculous to limit a baseball play, a, a, an actual thing to try to play baseball. You're taking it away from because they want more offense, and it's strictly because they want more offense. The bases are only, what, two total inches? Was it three total inches bigger? Was how, how how much bigger are the bases? All I know is when I picked one of the larger bases up at, at Constellation Field when I was interviewing Jake Myers... I was like, this is heavy. These kids at Minute Maid Park are going to have a hard time stealing the base. <laughs> They're massive. Back back yeah. injuries. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think it's going to be a negligible thing. I think the the, the limiting of, of pickoff is trying to play too far into changing the game for no real reason. Giving the base runners an, an advantage by giving them the extra. But then you're also going to like tie another hand behind the pitcher's back so they reasonably control a running game whenever I don't, I don't know I think there are things that are directly going to change the game and have a direct impact on like wins and whenever I mean the stolen base in in, in the game right now like a little bit but like it was pretty dead for a while and I mean now give away outs on the base pass like some teams can do it if they have the personnel for it but not everybody run like crazy to get a pick your spots and, and run smart I think it's just trying to put too many fingerprints on the game when it's kind of it is what it is it's just they're gonna they're gonna make the rule changes they want to make yeah all right so as a reliever i know that you've played in a lot of different ballparks i know that from what we saw philly philadelphia was pretty rough crowd uh, a yankees crowd is always rough um uh, do you have any interactions as you're warming up or in the bullpen with uh, opposing pa- fan bases i guess during the playoffs or do you have any memorable ones interactions with fans <laughs> pleasant um because they're, they're everybody's everybody's chirping doing their own thing for the most part you don't even hear it because like it doesn't matter like bothering somebody but they're like not like if you like if you can't warm be able to have a discussion with your 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 bullpen coach uh your whatever situation is going on to be able to like just talk for, as a human you're not going to be any good on the field anyway so you have to be able to hear things and like respond while you're warming up anyway i think they're doing things and i'm sure that everybody that's ever chirped 
up giving up a run was like, oh, I did that. And you're like, no, just like you had nothing to do with somebody giving up a run. Like, it, but I mean, yeah, there's no real interesting stories. Like, it's actually better if they're like funny, if they're if they're actually witty. Like, I'll give it to you. Like, that's good. But like, for the most part, it's just like you suck. Cool. <laughs> that's that's got you got me. <laughs> no, so, yeah, no mile straw moments. I guess. <laughs> uh, no, I, I'm that willing to go up in the stands and get somebody. Nobody's been that bad. But see, you know, that that really because I'm actually originally from Florida and that fits a lot of my friends that I know that have lived in Florida their whole life. You just got that like, like you mess with my boy, man, I'm coming at you. And that I was like, that yeah. was 100 percent Miles Straw. I, I, you know, I actually love that. I was like, that, that's him. But it's interesting because someone asked in the chat about I guess about five minutes ago they were like wait how is Stanek so fired up on the mound and right now he's so chill and he's so like relaxed he's not you know? <laughs> so question yeah. when you're when when you're with your daughter hanging out with your daughter are you like more chill dad or are you like let's go fired up dad I don't know I'm, I'm trying to try to be fun dad like I'm, I'm trying to be too serious like I want to I don't want to raise a grumpy kid like I think I think laxed and just kind of like is, is probably the way to the way to be I think I'd rather I'd rather her be like happy and smiling and right yeah I think as parents we all just fun of me yeah we all kind of want to just like make our kids happy and everything so what do you think about the chances for 2023 now that you've added somebody like uh jose abreu uh you did lose the ace and justin verlander i'm sure you talk to the guys a lot are y'all just as confident as y'all were last year I mean, yeah. I mean, it was. It's. It's obviously still very talented. Like, like losing JV is a small loss because obviously he's who he is, and he did what he needed to replace by any means. But I think if anybody's going to like that, I think we're as capable personnel-wise of of sustaining anybody else in the league could possibly be. So I think, like, while it's a he's a spectacular player, like who maybe not replace him at that exact level, but very, very good, talented arm that is more than capable of. Having it's not like you lose you lose a guy like that and you're gonna coin to see if maybe a, a guy from AAA is is like ready like caliber arms and established big league arms that are able to step difference. So so let's do this to wrap things up, Ryan. Let me let me ask you if you had to pick any position player on the Astros to be a starting pitcher, one relief pitcher, and one closer. Who is your starting pitcher from your position players right now? Come on. Oh, this, this is, is this is horrible because none of them are good. <laughs> well, none let's, of just, this. let's just say you have to deploy them. Rob Manfred just in just instituted a new rule that you have to play one position player as a starter, one as a relief pitcher, and one as a closer. Who's your starter? I think Tucker would kill me if I don't because he throws like a flat ground every day because he he wants to pitch so bad. I dude, this is this is um I I legitimately don't know. I I would say it have to be like a starter actually throw like a bunch. So I would say it have to be Maldi or Corey. Maybe Corey. Corey's got a really good arm. He throws okay. a ball hard. Corey, no, but he. he... Maldi would start because he could. Kyle th- would have to be a bridge guy somewhere. Actually, sneaky is Jordan. I was about so to say. I would. I would go Corey Lee to start. I'd go your lows and then Tuck and Fiddle Farter. So you just. So you're. He's sinker changeup <laughs> breaker. <laughs> So you're starting. So basically, what you're saying is you're starting Corey Lee. You've got your middle guy as Kyle Tucker, 
and you got your closer as Jordan Alvarez. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's that's I think not that bad. Might, I think hey, that would man. be a play. You 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 might be a coach one day, Ryan. <laughs> All right, no, no. my credentials. I'm I'm struggling. <laughs> Here's a terrible question. Now, who's the um, last person you would put in as a mop-up guy? You've used all the relievers, and um, you just have to put somebody in, and you don't really care who it is. And you're already down twenty to two or something. <laughs> so, who am I not putting in? No, who would you put in? Like, I guess yeah, the yeah. worst possible option. Oh God, the worst possible option to pitch, dude. I don't. E I don't even know because most of these guys I've never seen throw off a mask, yeah, good or bad. Like I think that's the the, the wildest part. How about Jose Altuve? Just because, can you imagine him on the mound? He would just laugh the whole time. He would just, uh, he'd just be like, dude, why am I up here? This is dumb. Like, at this point, I'm not pitching. I, like, I don't know. I thought, like, that might be, like, the most likeness. Like, that's kind of where I was going. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Just because awesome. he's like, yeah. I'm not doing this. That's awesome. Well, hey, Ryan, you know, thank you. Thank you for taking time out from your family and from your busy schedule to come hang out with us again. We always enjoy having you on. And it's, it's really cool for us to be able to say World Series champion. You can see, like, got the world series champions banner we've got all the gear um we've got polos and everything already and so um we're really looking forward to it i know spring training we're we're looking forward to as well um more than likely making our way down there this year so we'll definitely have to see you then as well but good luck this off season and tell tucker and all them you know we like them as right fielders we don't need them as pitchers but hey i would i would love to see him throw a flat ground at spring training so um, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Let's not inflate that ego, right? I, I can tell you he's not going to pitch. It's fine. <laughs> well, hey, um, you know, thanks. Thanks for tuning in. Um, I'm Ace Wilhouse. He's Eric the Man Heisman. He is Ryan, the world champion Stanek, and he's hanging out with us tonight. So thank you all so much for tuning in. And make sure that you turn into Locked On Sports today. They have all the latest stories, all the biggest headlines, and they have the the take of the day. So check them out on the Odyssey app, just like you do Locked On Astros, Apple, Google, um, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, and we will talk to y'all soon. And as always, like Eric says, Go Stroves.